Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. The letters of the Bible. We use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding in the name of Jesus as we go through this letter of Jude. An interesting letter. It's a very small letter, but it's definitely full of uh, very important things that God wants us to know. Now, as you know from last time, um, Jude wanted to just talk about, you know, becoming a part of the kingdom of heaven and being a part of the kingdom of heaven because it's so great. And that is what he wanted to, to talk about in his letter in Jude. But it didn't work out that way. God had other plans. The Holy Spirit had him write other things because, you see, there's a lot of uh, Christians today that, um, that believe the once saved, always saved, false doctrine of Satan. It is not once saved, always saved. And God will reject you if you're not found doing what it is that you need to do for the kingdom of heaven. If you're found wanting, just because you say you believe in Jesus Christ is not a ticket into eternity forever. And so last time, we looked at um, uh, verse 4 here. Jude is telling us about the brethren. You've got the brethren that are part of the kingdom of heaven. And then you've got people that call themselves brethren that are actually not a part of the kingdom of heaven. They're in the churches, in the groups to cause trouble. They're working for Satan. So, let's read verse 4 so you know what Jude is concerned with for the believers. For there are certain men crept in unnoticed who were before of old ordained to this condemnation. So, you understand, they, this was ordained by God. God allowed Satan to send people who are not true believers into the church to test us, okay? Ungodly men. And what do they do? Turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness. So these men are interested in 
destroying what God wants us really to do. And denying the only Lord God. So what is it that they were doing? They were denying God and our Lord Jesus Christ. So what Jude is saying is that they were um, they were denying that there's not one, meaning Jesus is God. They were um, denying that God was separate from Jesus, that God is God and Jesus is Jesus. <laughs> Jesus was not deity. He had a part of God in him, God's logos, dwelled with Jesus so he would know what to say. And the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God, dwelled with Jesus so that Jesus was able to do the miracles because he was 100% human. So, you understand? So, Jude is talking about this is one of the things they're doing. They're destroying the separation between God and Jesus. And so that's what we looked at last time. And Jude was going into details about, you know, hey, just because someone is a believer doesn't mean that they're going to get into eternity. So what that means is that when you have these workers of Satan in your churches and you are a believer, if you listen to what they're saying, then you've corrupted the grace of God. You've corrupted the truth. You understand? So you, believer, because you've turned against what? God wants us to know in uh, listening to what Satan wants you to know and believe, then you're not headed to eternity. And Jude was giving examples. In Egypt, they were covered under the blood. But in the wilderness, they died. Uh, they didn't make it, even though they were covered under the blood in Egypt. And then the angels, the angels, hey, they had supernatural knowledge and they were they lost their ability to get into eternity and became dark angels. Then he goes in, and now he's going to talk about uh, verse 7. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. So, guess what, Christian? If you think, just because you believe in Jesus, if you're a homosexual, guess what? You're headed to the lake of fire, okay? If you are a practicing homosexual, Yes, that's what strange flesh is. See, a man was made for a woman. A woman was made for a man. And so let's go to Genesis 13 first. 
just so you know what it means by strange flesh. Oh, we'll get the details. And yes, so um, Jude is talking about not having the glory that you're supposed to have as a believer, but acting evil like the world acts, thinking that, oh, you're all set. No, sorry, you're not all set. Let's go to Genesis 13. That's why he's giving these examples. And um, Genesis 13 says, I just want to read verse 13 for you so you understand um, about Sodom and what God thought of them first. But the men of Sodom were wicked and sinners before the Lord exceedingly. And so, in God's eyes, they were an abomination to him. Let's go and find out what it is that they were doing. Genesis 19. Genesis 19. And I want us to start in verse 1. And there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and ye shall rise up early and go on your way. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. Now, angels are beautiful. They're, you know, they're... (laughs) Humans have a hard time resisting angels, okay, because they're perfection, okay? And so Lot saw that, and Lot knew what was going on. Lot knew what this place was, but that's an interesting thing. He decided to stay there and live there with his family, you understand, but he didn't partake of what they were doing. So um, Jude is showing us, we're going to find out what it was that they were doing. So he didn't want these angels, no way, because he was connected to Abraham and he had seen God. You know, he knew all of that stuff. He knew what angels were. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him and entered into his house, and he made them a feast and did break unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round about, both old and young. So what was their detriment? The men of Sodom, the boys and the men. And what does it say? All the people from every quarter. That means the entire town of men and boys came to Lot's house. Okay? And they called unto Lot and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? So they're looking for those two men. Bring them out unto us that we may know them. 
So you understand they wanted to have sexual relations with them. It was an abomination to God. You understand? Men with men, men with boys, boys. It's just disgusting. It was all of them. And Lot went out the door unto them and shut the door after him. So Lot knew these people. He knew what they were like. And so he thought he could talk to them, you know, and said, I pray ye, brethren, do not so wickedly. So you understand, they're wicked. I mean, wicked in this strange flesh. This is God. In God's eyes, we read it, these were sinners exceedingly in God's eyes. And so Lot was telling them, you know, don't, don't say such things. Behold, now I have two daughters which have not known man, let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as it is good in your eyes, only unto these men do nothing, for therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And, of course, he offered his daughters to them, but they didn't want the daughters. They, they were um, evil sinners. They wanted strange flesh, not normal flesh, which would be women, and they said, stand back. And they said again, this one fellow came in to sojourn and, the, and he will needs be a judge. Now we will deal worse with thee than with them. So now they were going to have sexual relations with him. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. I mean, they were going, they were after him. This is the corruption. This is the evilness. Now, what is this spirit? Okay. What is the spirit? These people that are homosexuals are not born that way. Okay. What it is, is that they have a spirit of whoredoms that has attached to them. And so in the beginning, when they, you know, are are being tempted by this stuff, which is what they're doing nowadays, that, you know, the spirit of whoredoms is whispering in their ear. And then they get worse and worse and worse. It is not, they're not born that way. It's strange flesh. It's evil in God's eyes. You understand and so this is what was going on. And this is how evil they were and how sex crazed they were. And this is what a spirit of whoredoms does to you. But the men put forth their hand and pulled Lot into the house to them and shut the door. Now, <laughs> and he, they, they, these are angels, and so they have the power to bring Lot in, even though those men were pressing against them to the point that they were pressing so hard that the door was about to break. That's the power of all those men on lot. That's pressure. So, But the angels were able to get Lot inside and stop the men from being able to break through at the same time. And they smoked the men that were at the door of the house with 
blindness. So the angels, supernatural angels, when you know they have work for God, they can do um, things to people. They have supernatural powers. So don't think that Satan and his angels don't have supernatural powers because they do. They have the ability to do these things because they're supernatural. So what they did was they um, put blindness on them, both small and great, meaning the boys and the men. So they were both there trying to get, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. So they were so sex-crazed that even blind, they wanted to find the door and get inside and, and have sexual relations with those men inside. That's the evilness. Okay, so in God's eyes, this is Sodom and Gomorrah. Now let's go back to Jude. Verse 7 again, let's read it. Even as Sodom and Gomorrah and the cities about them in like manner giving themselves over to fornication and going after strange flesh, so you understand homosexuals, you are headed to the lake of fire. Doesn't matter if you're a believer or not. If you're a practicing homosexual, you're getting into the lake of fire. Are set forth for an example, suffering the vengeance of eternal fire. So what happened to Sodom and Gomorrah? They were burned up by God. The cities, the people, everything. That's what this is telling you. That's what the lake of fire does. Does Sodom and Gomorrah exist today? Can you find anybody from Sodom and Gomorrah today? Is there any existence of that cities, those cities, those places, those people? Do they exist or have they been blotted out of existence? Yes, blotted out of existence. That is what's going to happen in the lake of fire, homosexuals. That's what's going to happen. So understand when you're thrown into the lake of fire, you're not going to burn forever. You're going to be blotted out of existence with the fire of God. That's what he does. But you that are homosexuals, understand that you, if you have those tendencies, but you're not practicing homosexual as a believer, then understand that you have the spirit of whoredoms connected to you. So you have the power and the authority by God to send the spirit of whoredoms away from you. But you've got to understand that in order for you to use the power that God gives us through the Holy Spirit, you must be clean slated. Okay? So that means that if you have sin, you need to repent. means stop doing it. That's all it means. And then the blood of Jesus covers you. That's the grace. You don't have to do anything else. Okay? You just got to stop doing it. Acknowledge your sin and stop doing it. And then the blood of Jesus has covered you and you're all set and now you're 
able to have the Holy Spirit one with you again, and then the Holy Spirit, which is the one that has the power to send away the evil spirits that are around you or oppressing you, because, see, they don't like God's Spirit. They try to run away as fast as they can from God's Spirit, which, of course, sends them away, ejects them from uh, the uh, person, the area. And so that's why when you're right with God and your sins are covered under the blood because you repented, meaning stop doing them, acknowledge them, this is after you've become a believer, by the way, not before. But after you become a believer, that's it. You're all set. That's the grace. <laughs> it's all done. The work's done. You just have to acknowledge it and repent, and it's gone. And then, once you're connected to God again, and you're back in a clean slate, the Holy Spirit can work through you, and that's the only way God will work through you. Let's continue in verse 8. Likewise, also, these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignity. So, again, Jude is talking about these people that have crept in unawares to destroy the church. And I'm going to give you an example of this, which is an amazing thing that I found out about, and I was wondering why God had let me find this out um, long ago. It was years ago. Um, But what I found out was that there's an agenda of the homosexuals. There always has been, you see. They're deviants from Sodom and Gomorrah before. They've always been deviants on this earth. And they're their problem is that they're connected to the spirit of whoredoms. Well, when Christianity started, and this is what Jude would would have seen, Christianity starting and things going on, and he said these guys went in and, you know, were trying to cause trouble and, and get people to do sinful acts and fornication and, you know, that kind of thing and, and sleep with uh, men, men with men, women with women kind of thing. And so what um, what happened was that they came up with an agenda, the homosexuals, because at the time, uh, years after Jude here, you had the Catholic Church. And at one time, the Catholic Church um, was the almost the whole of Christianity. Most Christians, there were other small groups that weren't connected to the Catholic Church, but the majority of the, the Christians were, um, were Catholic, which just, mean, just means one, uh, one church. And so uh, that's all that means, by the way. And so um, at that point, you had all the Christians as uh, basically as Catholics, one church. And the homosexuals, way back when, um, knew that people, and of course Satan sent them in there, this is what Jude's talking about, that uh, people were not acting um, uh, deviant anymore. 
that they they weren't they were moving away from doing bad stuff because in Rome they had a lot of orgies and a lot of fornication and a lot of stuff going on, um, you know, open uh, baths and stuff and and all this stuff that was going on that was part of the Roman culture, and so. Um, but these Christians, uh, they, uh, Catholics, uh, they didn't want anything to do with it. So they, they, um, they came up with this idea that, and as you know, the Catholics, one of their big mistakes, which is why these guys could go in there and destroy the Catholic Church, which was the agenda, um, but the mistake of the Catholic Church was to not allow the priest to be married. And so um, when that occurred, which that wasn't at the beginning, because, of course, Peter was married um, and others were married. Um, but they, it, there came a point where um, the Catholic Church decided that priests couldn't be married so if you were going to be a priest, you couldn't be married and you couldn't, um, you know, have a wife. So the deviants knew that men are men, you know what I mean? And so since the Catholic Church stopped them from getting a wife, getting married, and of course you're talking about millions of people that are Catholic, so you have thousands and thousands of priests, okay? And so they're not all eunuchs, by the way. And so you have natural men. I mean, they're regular guys. And so the deviant homosexuals, what they did was they infiltrated the priesthood slowly but surely because, you know, they had to prove, you know, that they were Catholic and that they wanted to serve God and 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 so, ultimately, their plan was to get in there, and then when they got in there, you know, one here and one there, and, you know, each group or whatever they did it as, they had a plan that once they did that, then they could get in there and get to know the priest and find out which of the priests were, um, you know, um, wanting to... Uh, not be celibate anymore and was having trouble being celibate and they would um, get them to actually, uh, you know, become uh, sodomites. So you see, it was all a plot for the destruction of the Catholic Church. That's what they wanted to do. They wanted to destroy the Catholic Church by bringing in deviants who pretended to be priests because the Catholics had not followed what the Bible said. The Bible never told you not to be married. <laughs> in fact, it tells you to be married. And so not following what the Bible tells us and what the New Testament tells us, that is what caused this big trouble. And, of course, you know down today, you know, um, you you had the problem with uh, children and stuff like that. So that's an example of what Jude was talking about back in his day. And yes, 
Satan definitely has plans, but he does it in many different ways that, you know, um, that unfortunately um, uh, the Christians in the church get caught up in it. And they start uh, believing the stuff that these people come in. They come in and they pretend to be, you know, Christians and, and all this stuff, but in reality they have agendas, okay? And their agendas is what Satan wants them to do, okay? And understand that's what Jude is talking about. And one of the biggest agendas today is for... Um, Believers to believe, once saved, always saved, and then you can go and, you know, um, go to the bars and go have sex with whoever you want to have sex with, and, you know, uh, it doesn't matter because you're, all your sins are covered and God knows we're weak and all this baloney stuff that they're told. Yeah, that's what the deviants that have that false doctrine in the church want people to do and believe so that you don't give glory. Do you think it gives glory to God to have these people acting like the world, acting worse than the world? That's right. Worse than the world. One more place we're going to go and then we're done and we'll pick it up next time in uh, verse 9. But I want us to go to the Corinthians. Yes, the Corinthians. And those of you may know, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 5, where we're going. And 1 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 1. So see, it was going on. This is those deviants, the people, the servants of Satan that get into churches and... um and try to destroy the church by going against what God wants us to do and follow and what Jesus showed us. Read 1 Corinthians 5, verse 1. It is reported commonly, everybody knows it, about the church, about Christians. Do you think this gives glory to God and to the work of Jesus Christ? That there is fornication among you. You understand? You understand? And such fornication as is not so much as named among the Gentiles. Non-believers, okay, you understand, the world doesn't do what you're doing, Christians, and allowing to have the people that do these things in your churches that one should have his father's wife it's not his mother it's his stepmother and so guess what that is an abomination to God is against God's law if you followed the books of the Bible with us in our series we did the Leviticus we just did Leviticus um, and we just went over, um, and I believe it was Leviticus 19, we just went over um, what God says about sleeping with any of your relatives. 
and ye are puffed up and have not rather mourned. You see? If you get the once saved, always saved. Oh, we're all set. We're okay. Don't matter what's going on. Doesn't matter what anybody's doing. We're all covered under the blood. See? <laughs> you go into churches today. That's what you hear. It's a bunch of nonsense. And Paul is saying you should be mourning. You should be upset that people, not believers, hear what you're doing as believers. You see, and that's what Judah's talking about. Judah's talking about people that get into the church, that get the church to accept these things, all right? So nobody's saying that this guy that's in this church is not a believer. What's probably gone on here is that somebody that's in authority, an elder or somebody in the church, is one of Satan's servants and has gotten into the church and um, and is okay with this behavior. And so the church is okay with the behavior because of grace. Grace. Oh, you're all set. No. And so what does it say? That what did Paul want us to do as Christians when people are not giving glory to God in the church, that he that hath done this deed might be taken away from among you. Do not have them in the church. So homosexuals that are practicing homosexuals, you better not have them in your church either. Understand it isn't all lovey-dovey, get everybody, go to work with them. Oh, it's disgusting. And Paul thinks it's disgusting. God thinks it's disgusting. Jesus, is he'll be back. <laughs> and, and he'll show you the truth. And so, guess what? You're supposed to get rid of those types of people in your church. That is what Jude is showing us. There are people that come into your church that cause the church to go against what God wants us to do as believers. And that completes this part of the letters of the Bible, the book of Jude. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.